This is George Conner of the Chicago Bears. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is with Tony Beasley about the Week 10 Chicago Bears victory over the Detroit Lions at Soldier Field in Chicago, Illinois. Tony's been on the show quite a few times over the last 11 years. I think he was one of the first guests we ever had 11 years ago. So that is a good time to plug our 11-year anniversary shows. On Friday, December 6th at the Wonderland Ballroom in Washington, D.C., we'll be joined by Washington Post music critic Chris Richards, uh, the band Teen Mortgage. They are my favorite live, loud local band in Washington, D.C. That's going to be a very good show. Friday, December 6th at the Wonderland Ballroom. And then our final 11-year anniversary show of the, year, of the year is on Thursday, December 26th at the Hungry Brain in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, the Hungry Brain is located roughly, I don't know, seven miles, eight miles from Soldier Field in Chicago, Illinois, with the Chicago Bears barely handily defeated. I don't know. It, was, it wasn't a great game. It wasn't a horrible game. If Stafford played, the Bears probably would have lost. doesn't matter. The Bears won, maybe unfortunately because... I'm also convinced that, like, I think they're going to win the next two and people are going to think they have a shot at the playoffs, but they don't. So, here's Tony Beasley and I on the 2019 Detroit Lions at Chicago Bears Soldier Field uh, Bears victory from Week 10 of the 2019 NFL season. Do you consistently watch Detroit Lions football? No, I don't. Um, (laughs) Did you ever? (laughs) I don't. Did I ever? Uh, Sort of. I think maybe so when I lived closer to like the Detroit market, mm-hmm. it was easier to watch. And I've never, I've never cared enough to buy like um, NFL prime ticket or direct ticket or whatever sure. they call it now. So I get Lions. So I'm in Los Angeles now, as you know, I get Lions games at the whim of the national football league. So of if they're playing Monday the, night, for example, have the Lions been good since you've been on the West Coast or since you lived in Texas? Has, have the Lions been good? Serious question. Since you left... In Michigan. my life. Yeah, in your life. Uh, there's been a couple of years where they made the playoffs. Um, but if you consider... I mean, I consider good being like a team that might have a chance to win like the NFC or something. So not that And great. the answer is no. No. It's pretty decent. No, never. So, <laughs> all you're no, not in my life. One of the best of four teams in one division. Yeah, right, exactly. And as a Bears fan, you know that it's like slim pickings sometimes. I mean, yes. It's a it's a division that's usually won by the Packers or the Vikings. But the difference and is when we were and when we were kids, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers sometimes. Well, when we were kids, you had Barry Sanders. So even though your team never really did all that well, you still had the most dynamic player on the field almost every game. Yeah, I did and um it's you know I'm, I'm the fan of the only franchise i'm aware of that has caused two of the best position players in history to retire in the prime of their careers specifically because they hate the ownership of the Detroit lions that Who's being barry, San- barry sanders and calvin johnson they retired oh, yeah. at, at exactly the same age so cool i forgot about that's that. what our franchise is known for it's great that's the thing. The Bears aren't good, and they haven't been good good in a long time because even the year they went to the Super Bowl, like the defense was amazing, but the offense wasn't that good. We kind of got lucky with special teams. Yeah, no, that team was probably, I mean, they were a big underdog in that Super Bowl. If yeah, I they, were, and, <laughs> they were accurately scouted. And they lost. Yeah. The last time I remember 
enjoying watching a Bears team was when they had it was that team where they hit Jim Miller, and they got to the playoffs and they lost to the Eagles. This was like 2000 or 2001. I actually remember writing a couple of glowing sports columns about them for our uh, beloved uh, Chicago College newspaper. I hit, you, I didn't realize you wrote sports columns. So you used to be my editor at the DePaulia. Yep. A school with no football team. With no football team. But you were a Michigan State fan. I think you were a legit Michigan State football fan too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so that's still the team that I spend more time watching because, ironically, it's easier to watch Big Ten college football teams on TV from Los Angeles than it is to watch most NFL games um, because of Big Ten Network and things like that. Do you have the Big Ten? Uh, but yeah, but yeah, DePaul had no football team, so I just defaulted back to the team I grew up watching in you know, Atlantic. So. Do you currently have the Big Ten Network? I do. Yeah, it's sort of a. Uh, it's always part of uh, the, you know whatever whatever cable package I get. So. Do you it, feel any guilt it, towards supporting an organization that doesn't pay its players? Guilt. Yes, guilt. Guilt would be a guilt would be a strong word. I think I am definitely conflicted about it, um, and I think that the conversation that they're having about uh, paying players is constructive, and I don't know where I come out on it. Um, you really don't know where you because, come out on that. No, I don't like the NCAA. I think it's a fraudulent organization, and I think they make a lot of money off the off the backs of mainly football players, basketball players. Um, but I think the payment issue is complicated. Uh, it raises a lot of you're, weird you're, tax issues and employment law issues, and I don't know how to make it work. You have a you have a smart person job. You're not an idiot. How would you fix this? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> you're putting me on the spot, man. You're putting me on the spot. It's incredibly easy to fix this. I haven't I haven't heard a good proposal. I mean the best thing I've heard is that you just um so the thing that's happening now, at least in California, is that they're allowing players to, to profit off their name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. Um I have absolutely no problem with that and I've seen a lot of weird um criticisms of this of this policy. Um, including Republican senators immediately trying to introduce bills to tax any effort to profit off your name, image and likeness, which just seems like mean and punitive. I think that's that's one thing, and but then just directly paying players a salary is is another thing because then it starts raising the questions of how much for what sport, which teams, which players. Is it proportional to um, revenue that they bring in? All that, all those sorts of things. This is super super easy. You make college free for every student athlete. The end. No questions <laughs> asked. Laugh all you want. You could easily make all that money back. Your recruitment will uh, shoot up. Every single sport you have will have a better shot of uh, making a hell of a lot more money. People are going to want to play longer. And uh, that's shouldn't it. They, shouldn't they be? Shouldn't they be allowed to go to college for free and get paid? Sure. Yeah. And then all the endorsement stuff separately. Yeah. Then you get a bonus. So like if I'm Chris Weber and Nike wants to advertise for the Fab Five, then like, yeah, the entire Michigan Wolverines basketball team also gets X amount more money. If the answer is just everyone goes to college for free, I absolutely am part of that. Yeah. Just I make that the issue. Of, 
it's yeah. not it's not that complicated. Like let Shaq actually like live with his money above board at LSU rather than like under the table, so it's less shady. You get rid of a bunch of bad people. The athletes get probably a little bit more than they would are already getting, and um, you're making like the donor situation more of a direct correlation of uh, we're supporting our boys bullshit, which yep. I clearly am not a fan of, but it. It gets and also rid of eliminate all every yeah you're hitting on another thing too which is eliminate every weird rule in the NCAA that doesn't allow you to like buy dinner or spend like two dollars on somebody it's to, silly because everything's yeah, happening already yeah anyways uh, we watched sort of mediocre football on Sunday because you're a father and now I'm a father so for the first time I'm trying to uh, watch NFL games um, with a child, and that's very, very difficult. So it's more like I'm slowly following throughout the entire day on Twitter and <laughs> via clips and uh, passing by. Other games anyway. I'm sorry, say that again. It's the best way to watch games. It's the best way to watch games anyway. I can't sit and watch the entire NFL game with the number of commercials and and everything. Now I just can't. I refuse to do it. It's not because I have a kid. That's not my excuse. I just don't like doing it myself. So. Honestly, um, seeing the YouTube recap and watching things on on Twitter, I find that to be very, very efficient. Have you ever had Red Zone? No, never. That was my favorite way to watch the entire league. I had friends who had Red Zone, and I definitely took advantage of it. I would go to their apartments and check it out, but I never, never paid for it myself. I would watch Red Zone on mute and have music on, and then if I during seasons I don't have Red Zone on, I just have whatever premiere game is on, and then I do chores during every commercial break, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That that that'd be another thing that would be something that may have like I might have ever considered doing if the Lions were were, were worth watching. I think that's... a lot of my feelings about the NFL are probably clouded by the fact that my team has been like perennially awful. Yeah. You're kind of lucky in that way. I'm curious to hear this this argument. How how am I lucky? You've never been good. And I know that sounds like I'm saying something very mean, but I'm not. Like it, the Patriots now are conditioned to win. So if the Patriots like don't win another Super Bowl for 50 years, they're going to be miserable and loud about it and and it, being assholes. And I think the Chicago Bears 85 team was so dominant and so beloved. It's 30 it's more than 30 years since then and like every comparison is still to that 85 Bears team and that's just so annoying you're living in the past you guys were never that good so you're not living in the past and you expect nothing so if and when the Lions ever like have a miraculous season and they go to the Super Bowl and they win the Super Bowl it'll just be a very nice story it'll be like the Cubs in 2016 or it'll be like the Red Sox in 04 it'll be this special special thing it's not like those two things because those two teams (laughs) at least have (laughs) they at least have like really granted it was old like super old and early 1900s or whatever, but they had really, really old history and tradition to, to, to draw upon. Sure. And they have a fun, they have fun locations and fun stadiums. And And you're saying Detroit is not fun. I would argue that the Detroit lions is probably the worst thing that you can be a fan of in all sports or just the NFL in all sports, in all sports. And I would like to hear any argument to, why there's a worse franchise i'm now so i have a map of the united states behind me and i'm just looking at it trying to figure out a worse franchise to be a fan of i'm gonna say bring it bring it on i was gonna say the marlins because i've been to a marlins game and they're the 
perennial they, league. They won. They've won. They two, won a World Series. Two World Series. Um, oh, two. Yeah, they won a World Series with uh, Miguel Cabrera, and so they're out. Um, okay, there's one. I think there's one team that comes close for a weird reason. Uh, what's and more? it's the Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills. I think the Buffalo Bills is the only thing that comes close. So it's worse to go to four consecutive Super Bowls and lose than to never go to a Super Bowl. No, but it comes close. Yeah, but their fans in I the think parking lot close. are so fun. Yeah, and Buffalo is a place that is very depressing. Um, and they deserve to win a couple of the Super Bowls, definitely. For sure. Should have won. So there's a certain amount of torture that goes along with that, but I still think it's worse to have never even sniffed that level of you know of being good what about the san diego chargers slash la chargers Mm, currently that's kind of a dog shit situation because no one cares about them exactly um it's become clear that los angeles can't even support two nfl teams it's having a hard enough time supporting one i could barely find anybody in like my life slash my office, anything last year who cared that the Rams were in the Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, histor- historically they've had some pretty good seasons. Yes, but of those- they've never won the big game. And I feel like right now the Los Angeles Chargers are the West Coast equivalent of the Detroit Lions. Like on paper, they're pretty okay, but then something always happens where they might make the playoffs, but if they do, they're probably eliminated in the first round. You have a quarterback that's a franchise quarterback that's pretty good that just has no real good supporting cast. Stafford and Rivers, I think there's a lot of similarities there, but neither men are good enough to just bring your team to the promise. And neither could bring everyone up with them. It's impossible. And the organizations so, are so I, poorly yeah. run. It's never going to happen. On paper, this makes sense. On paper, this makes sense. But I think we all know that the spiritual equivalent to the Lions on the West Coast is the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders. But the Raiders are really good this year. They are pretty good. I don't believe that they're going to actually do anything with it, though. Do you think the – I mean, the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. Uh, It appears that way right now, yes. And I don't think anyone predicted that. At the start of the season, people did predict the Lions to go make the playoffs. So, there's exactly. Another... So they're not the spiritual equivalent. I mean, kind of going back through time, it's. Uh, I feel a certain bit of kindredness with Oakland Raiders fans for some reason. Can't really put my finger on it, but I don't. But I don't. I think the closest the Bears fans have are the Steelers. But the Steelers have been way too good to. Uh, nah, they're to too good. Like they're too good. So who is the Steelers the, fans are too good. The Bears fans are just an SNL skit, and those, all those SNL skits are still, unfortunately, very, very true. The Bears fans are an SNL skit, and you know, like you said, you've got the you've got the '80s, you've got the Walter Payton teams, legendary, and you've always got that to draw on. It's 30 years ago now, but it's better than nothing. I don't know. I think it might be. I don't think it's better than nothing. I mean, we were in college the year Obama ran for Senate, and a lot of people don't remember that Mike Ditka almost got in the race. And if Mike Ditka got in the 2004 race, Barack Obama does not become senator in 2004. He does not become president in 2008. We don't currently have a WWE Hall of Famer if Mike Ditka in the office if Mike Ditka wins 
the Senate race in 2004. And that's all because of one specific football team. That's messed up. It, you think he would have done better than um, Alan Keyes? Yes, I think he would have done better than Alan Keyes. Mike, a lot of people don't realize how much of an asshole Mike Ditka is. If you're from the Chicago land area, you know about Mike Ditka. But Mike Ditka's restaurant, classic like cigar bar smoking, and a bunch of uh, one waitress is like, like, this is wrong. We shouldn't allow smoking here. And then she developed lung cancer, and he's like, fuck that lady. You shouldn't work here. Get the fuck out. That's Mike Ditka. He's a bad dude. Yeah, sounds like he'd be. Um, sounds like he could have probably gave Obama a run for his money. He would have won certain, certain, um, certain sections of the Chicago demographics. Yeah, the white sections of the Chicago demographic, the kind that goes to vote. Sure. Anyways, you are yeah. a father of two boys. You have the yeah. Big Ten Network. You watch Michigan State football. Would you let yeah, either sometimes. of your sons play football? Oh, I knew you were going to ask this. Um, this is really, really hard. How, I don't know. How is this hard? The short, short answer is I don't know. Um, the, the, the the answer I want to give is no. Like, hell no. Absolutely not. Um, but if one of them is running home from school with a football in his hand and is like, Dad, I really want to try out for the team, I don't know. It starts to make me, it starts to make me think and starts to make me think I can, you know, um, put some kind of control on it, limit it to a certain number of years. I don't know. So I'm just leaving the I'm leaving the possibility open. But my logical answer is absolutely fucking not. Do you think your wife would let your sons play football? I don't know. We should have her on the have her on the <laughs> podcast. I don't have know. you had this discussion? Uh, we have, and I've always said I'm opposed to it. You know, you and I are probably drawn on the same knowledge, and I've seen lots of. I did some. I did a little bit of work, and so I used to. I used to work for a law firm that did a little bit of work on some of those, some of the NFL mm-hmm. head injury stuff. It, it's it's horrible. I mean, it, it's 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 horrible what what some of these guys have have to deal with, and we see. You know, I mean, they did an autopsy. Who who is the guy that played for the Patriots? Who? Went to jail and then killed himself in jail. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. I feel like I, I mean his Hernandez. I mean the poor guy became like a yeah, Hernandez. He became like a science experiment. They did some examination of his brain after he died and just confirmed how screwed up it was. You know, hosed in Seattle. Yeah, um, yeah the Seattle thing. A lot of bad stuff. Really, really bad. And that's I, why I respect going to. We're going to take this back to the Lions. This is why I. I'm totally happy for, and I respect Calvin Johnson for walking away when he did. Yeah, because he did it before, um, before he got to the point where he was going to be debilitated and not enjoy the same quality of life that that he's enjoying now. So I actually applaud what he did, walking away at age whatever he was. I don't think he was even thirty. Which brings us to last Sunday's game, the Bears. Probably only won that game because your starting quarterback is out. Matthew Stafford is out because he's got broken bones in his back. You know, it's not really clear what the injury is. I've I've seen so many conflicting things. It's something to do with his back, but I've seen like, you know, the the the, the narration of injuries in the NFL is often very unreliable. So the story I don't know that what's was wrong. the story that was uh, espoused on Sunday was broken bones in the back, and he still wanted to. Play. Sure. Yeah. That's not That's a good idea. 
No, that's kind of the that's that's kind of Stafford's brand, though. You know, um, he's got that famous clip where he he's mic'd up in I think his second or third year in the league. Um, he separates his shoulder. After he uh, he gets tackled, his shoulder separated. He's screaming on the sideline. He pushes people out of the way to run back in and throws a touchdown pass to Calvin Johnson. I mean, that's the kind of that's the kind of brand that Stafford has. So I'm not surprised to hear that. Whether it's true, I don't know. Don't doubt it. Um, and yeah, I don't think. I think I like to think Detroit would have won that game if Stafford was was playing. Um, yeah, you would. You the, definitely would. The, yeah. The, the rumor I saw was that the rumor I saw was that what was his name, Dirksen? I don't even know who this other guy is, but he 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 drove to the game not even knowing that he was going to start. Yeah. So, you know, not bad, not a bad effort for if if that's all true. No, the Bears should have put that game away in the third quarter, but they were they barely hung on at the half. They were I think they were down at the half. Like it was not a good. It wasn't really so much a Bears victory as of a Detroit only lost because their starting quarterback did not play. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably right. Do at you, least, uh, at least, at least they didn't lose because the NFL is actually fraudulent. If they did, <laughs> to do you want Packers, your sons to watch football with you? Um, I don't think I care one way or the other right now. Um, I like I like it when my older son watches things with me generally because it means he's um being quiet and manageable. <laughs> Um, and it gives me a little bit of break of a break, you know. Um, he is getting to the point where he likes to watch movies sometimes, which is really fun for me. That's definitely what I would prefer to spend my time watching things with is movies. That's really the thing I'm more into. But is it fair to say um, that your older son is like obsessed with Spider Man? Uh, he is as obsessed with Spider Man as any kid these days, given the amount of Spider Man proliferation happening in the world way more so than when you and you and I were kids. Yeah. I feel like you can't fall over backwards without seeing some kind of Spider-Man merchandise. That's well, the effect of Disney owning it. So didn't you um, take him to yeah. into the spider verse for like his first movie? That was his very first movie was Spider-Man is the spider verse. He it, loved it. I, I love, I loved it. It's a I great think he movie. Was the miles version of spider Spider-Man this Halloween. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Okay. He Would you fun. rather have your son tackling you around the house, emulating his favorite football players, or jumping off of shit like Spider-Man around the house? Um, I I don't want either of those things until I get a bigger house, maybe. Um, but then at that point, I'll be indifferent as long as he's enjoying himself, not hurting his brother, not hurting himself, leaving us alone. Um. I do like playing sports with him. I like to, he really enjoys to, to attempting to dribble basketballs. He enjoys um, soccer. He went, he went through a soccer camp such as it is for four year olds. Um, and that was fun. But yeah, football is not really, football is not something that's really, really on his radar right now. Do you watch Pistons think. games together? Or do you just, still just watch Michigan state games with him? Uh, we watch a lot of basketball. Um, that's something I have on in the background a lot more than the football because um, for the last couple of years I've bought um, NBA League Pass. So that's that is the only sport that I'll shell out extra money for 
to watch on on television. Are you still a, a Pistons fan now that Derrick Rose is your current superstar? Yeah, he's our best player. He's our best non-injured player. Actually, no, he's injured. So <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. I love that fact that he's on uh, Detroit. I feel like he fits very well, and I've always I've always liked Derrick Rose. So well, I did too until the sexual yeah. assault allegations popped up. <sighs> You always got to rain on my parade, Brandon. I Not my parade, that. your parade, your Derek Rose loving, I don't care about sexual improprieties parade. Great. Well, I'll have to wrestle with that now. Um, yeah, Pistons aren't on TV very much anyway. As you know, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles and we're currently, currently drowning in two very good NBA teams and I'm trying to resist every urge I have in my body to become a Clippers fan just to troll everybody. So you'd be a troll if you were a Clippers fan. That's the prevailing notion. Why? Uh, Clippers fans are known as contrarians because this is a Laker town. Um, again, I'm espousing the party line of people who live here. Sure. I don't care one way or the other. I think they're both great teams. Um, I think they're both fun to watch, and I'll leave it at that. But to just to be a contrarian, I think, a Clippers fan would be quite fun. I'm just rooting against Derrick Rose and against Porzingis and against anyone that has a past like that and for Cody White, who I think has a chance to become Rookie of the Year due to what he did on Tuesday night against the Knicks, hitting seven three-pointers in one quarter. And it's that kind of stuff that makes me think um, if my kid is ever old enough to watch this stuff with me and actually care, he'll be more of a basketball fan because seeing somebody do that in the course of a 12-minute quarter or whatever is way more exciting than three hours of football with two mediocre at best quarterbacks. Totally agreed. And where every five minutes is interrupted by beer and truck commercials. My kid loves beer commercials, though, so. Okay. And trucks, lots of lots of Dodge Rams. Not a fan of trucks. Not a fan of trucks. Mm. Huge mm, fan weird. of beer commercials. Yeah. Well, can't blame them. Are you going to watch any more games this year? Any more Lions games? I think you're statistically eliminated from the playoffs, but um, one more game because I'm a slave to tradition. I'll try to watch the Thanksgiving game. As you know, the Lions play every year on Thanksgiving for some reason. Many people have complained that this is still a thing, but <laughs> it's, don't don't take this don't take this away from me. This is the one thing we have left. We play every year on Thanksgiving. We're a Thanksgiving team. It might be on at eight thirty in the morning on the West Coast, but that's fine. Don't have my turkey yet. It's just a thing that's on TV. So I hope probably gonna I watch also it. hope that if the NFL is around that that never changes. Like the Lions I think it's Lions and Cowboys, right? Uh Lions and Cowboys always play in the those are the, those are the only teams that have to play in Thanksgiving. I think yeah. that's right. And then you usually see like the Bears Packers or yeah. Patriots sometimes. I so this year's gonna be good because it'll be Lions Bears. I'll clearly be watching that. Mm-hmm. You'll clearly be watching that. And uh, if Stafford plays, the Lions are going to win. And if Stafford doesn't play, the Bears are going to win. And the all the Bears fans will think that they still have a shot at making the playoffs because they might win this weekend against the Rams because they're all banged up. So uh, it's going to be yet another year of like, oh, they could maybe do it. Or uh, Trubisky isn't that bad. He's he's pretty bad. It's uh, it's not a good time to be a Bears fan. I still think it's better to be a Lions fan because there's actually no hope. <laughs> so you prefer the just total nihilism approach to – Football fan. I wouldn't go Niles. I would just re- go realistic. Like, yeah, if you have Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, you always have a shot. If you have Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, 
eh, you're like 70% chance. If you have Trubisky in the Bears, 40% chance. Lions, 0%. Let's just have fun out there, guys. Yeah, 0%. And, you know, the the people who run the sport are actively actively conspiring against you. So <laughs> what does it matter? As, as the Detroit Free Press said in a really funny tweet, um, it doesn't matter what happened on that Monday night game because the earth is going to be swallowed up by the sun in 3 billion years anyway, and nobody will re- remember anything. So it doesn't really matter. 